Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me. If you're watching our Patreon, you might have caught the tail end of my yawn. (laughs) Yawn. My name's Megan. I'm joined by the one, the only... Dun, 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 dun. Can you hear it? Barely. Mots. <laughs> I thought you said Mots, and I was like, no, your name's Melissa. Yeah, it is. But my last <gasps> name is Mots. Yep. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. Okay, I'm awake now. She's awake. We're awake. We're powering through. Neither, I mean, you've been like... <sighs> Working non working, but also not sleeping well. I find that there is like a sweet spot of the amount of work that tires me out after the day that like I feel accomplished and I can go to sleep and that my mind isn't wandering, but or there's too little work and then my mind is wandering and being like creating things. But then there's so much work that like I didn't accomplish everything I wanted to do. And I'm thinking of all the things I have to do. There's a very small sweet spot of like the perfect amount and you've been working so much that I cannot imagine you're there. <laughs> yeah, I've been working so much, but I've also been just like waking up for no reason around like five or six. It was taking me a long time to fall asleep and then waking up around five or six and then being up for like an hour, then being able to fall back asleep. And it's just been not fun. I don't feel well rested at all. Weirdly, that's exactly what I've been doing. Hmm. Like I'm having a hard time falling asleep Waking up a couple times the night, but like nothing major, but then waking up really fucking early in the morning, being up for an hour, 30 minutes, falling back asleep and then waking up and being like, what year is it? Yeah. I feel horrible. Yeah. I wonder what that is. I don't know, but I forgot we have those teas, so I should be drinking those. That is smart. I should be doing that as well. Yeah. 
Well, welcome to Don't Play Me. We're an advice podcast where we give wonderful, life-changing, amazing, the best advice you've ever heard. And if you're brand new here, welcome. Hello. We give the advice we'd like to see in the world. We give advice like we would give our friends. We are honest. It comes from a place of love and we are very straightforward. We're not really sugarcoaty kind of people. That is an adjective now. And we're we're here to help. And or that could be tough love if it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a quote, but I can't remember what it is. Just make one up. Sometimes to get to the finish line, someone needs to kick you in the balls. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I am a philosopher. <laughs> That was my stone. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what's your theme? What's up? What's up? How you been? I started watching Inventing Anna. Enjoying it a lot. <gasps> you like it? Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? No, I should. I should watch it. I feel like when shows like blow up and they're not that I'm like, oh, I can't like anything popular, but I feel like I've watched it already just based on the amount of content I've seen about it. So give me like a month and then I'll be like, I gotta watch this. That's how I felt. I mean, it's been a month since it came out. So I felt the same way. But then I thought Shonda was just producing it, but she oh, wrote yeah. it. She wrote it too. So oh, oh I'm so it down. changes things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that changes <laughs> yeah. absolutely everything. Yeah. I think of it like the tone wise, it feels more like a fun scandal. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you've sold and me. And it's scamming men until she doesn't, which is where I feel like she fucked up. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, did she girl boss a little too close to the sun? Yeah, she yes. definitely did. But it's when she starts scamming her friends that she messed up because all the men that according to the TV show, I haven't read enough of the actual stuff that happened. But the men, all the men that she were scamming, nothing happened to them. Like they're still like have money yeah. they're still and so most of the things that they've done is not you know yeah crystal clear but it she messed up when she scammed her friends yeah because doesn't she scam like friends who like don't have that much yeah mu- yeah so that's where the issue comes yeah. in so i haven't got to well i got to one of her friends which she actually is the only friend that she actually paid back and they're still friends now um so <laughs> so that is uh it's inter I, I like it and i'm kind of rooting for them but again i it's i'm rooting for the tv version i don't know what yeah. she's done in in real life yeah i mean here's the thing how i feel about this versus like that sucky thing to do that's kind mm-hmm. of like fucking over your friend on like just a much lever l- higher financial level <laughs> then the elizabeth holmes one i'm like Okay, you get you gave a lot of like false hope to mm-hmm. people. And medical, like it messed up. This she wasn't doing anything that messed yeah. up with anybody's livelihood except for when she messed with her friends. Yeah, so. like when you when you steal money from rich people under the guise of like medical invention and marvel, mm-hmm. that's not a Robin Hood story I can yeah. get behind. But I will say it is nice to have more representation of women scamming in media. Right. it's representation right now feels like the time for women scammers in media this is the time and i'm just happy we've finally gotten here because like we know that we've been in the shadows through all of history women have been scamming left right and center while men have been going off to wars Mm -hmm. like we've been doing this and we had fire fest we had the tindler tindler tinder swindler (laughs) she actually like stays with the fire fest guy while he's making though he's like getting Shut money and up. she tells him that he's stupid she's like it's a dumb idea <laughs> and here's the thing about these women scammers they're better yeah she's great like the things that she did at the tender age of like 23 to 25 brilliant like if she used her power for good she could take over the world and women do it with pizzazz mm-hmm. they do it with flair and they do it in an aspirational way yeah. like i don't want to scam but like you're ma- like fire festival guy. I'm like, I have secondhand embarrassment mm-hmm. for you. For these women, I'm like, you scare me and my nipples are hard. Yeah. Like, you're kind of like, wow. Mm-hmm. Impressive. It's impressive. And you personally know what scamming story I want to tell and star in so desperately. Yeah. I don't know if I should speak it out into the universe, but I told you that I think my, I think I need to like befriend this person so I can do it. Don't we kind of look alike? Yeah. I'm looking at myself right now and I'm like, in the words of Katya and Trixie, who would play her? Me. Mm-hmm. I would play her. Speaking to the universe. 
Okay, everybody. I desperately, desperately want to do an adaptation of Caroline Calloway's pending book, and I want to play Caroline Calloway. Mm-hmm. It is the role that I was born to play. I watch her Instagram stories, and I'm like, yes, thespian. Like, <laughs> I, I make mods watch them all the time. I'm like, tell me this would not be perfect. Like, I just, I, I, I just want it. I just want it. I just want it so badly. And I feel like a lot of people hate when scammers and especially like the influence kind of scammers get said attention. But like, don't you want the hands of that story in somebody who has experience in the space? <laughs> like, come on. Right. I would die for it. Also, because like I was like that Tumblr culture of that, like the whole vibe, like I lived those eras, not as her, but I lived through those eras. And so it just feels, feels personal. Mm-hmm. She's writing the book now. It's literally called like the scam or something. Should get in now. I know. I wonder if someone's already done it. I need to, I should ask our manager. Mm-hmm. Spoken into the universe. Okay, we give advice on this show. So if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at... Mm, Meganpodcast at gmail.com. There we go. <laughs> My brain short-circuited. And we ask or we require, we demand, <laughs> we enforce that you keep it under three minutes or you will be cut off. And the best way to do this is to write down what you're going to say. Time yourself, practice, make sure you have all the information, your ages, it's all anonymous, but like all of the right, correct and relevant information because the more information we have, relevant information we have, Mm -hmm. the better advice we can give. So write it down, practice, and then just read it out loud. And if you excel, you get a a diamond. Mm -hmm. And yeah, let us know your pronouns, 18 or over, have your parents' permission. And I think that's it, right? That is it. We do not have an update today. Yeah, we had one scheduled, but they had another pressing appointment to go to. And we're okay. We're not mad at them. We're happy for them. Mm-hmm. But we don't have an update. Yeah. So. Yeah, they just canceled on us 50 minutes ago. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're not mad. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I understand. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> we keep saying we're actually not. We're and I know it sounds like we mad. are. No, we're actually not mad. What they had to go to was important. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds like we are because we keep defending. <laughs> I'm not mad. We're not I'm mad. mad. <laughs> I just know that they're freaking out, being like, "Oh my god, they're mad! Oh my god, they're mad!" We're, we're not. not. Mad. We're really like we're, we're truly. Really, we're we're really not mad. We're not mad. <laughs> we're not mad. We're really not mad at all. Do we have any, anything else we should talk about, or should we get into the the calls? I think we're good. Let's go ahead and jump in. Woo! Hi, Megan and Melissa. So I am 21 years old, and I use she, her pronouns, and I just turned 21 in the past few months. And even if not, you know, I'm 21, just like freshly of age to drink legally and by Delta 8 in my state. Um, But my question is, how do I balance my school life and my social life especially considering that I don't have a job and I am a full-time student, when one of my close friends here and the only girl I hang out with only ever wants to go out. Today is St. Patrick's Day, and she's really upset with me because I won't go to the bars with her. I personally don't like to go to the bars because they're too crowded. I don't have any money because I don't have a job, and I want to prioritize my schoolwork. Because I am a junior in college and it's, and I'm taking my senior seminar right now, or one of them because I am a triple major. And so I just, what's your advice on how to maintain a friendship when she, you know, has this full-time job, is getting paid a lot of money under the table, and I just am not the same boat as her, and we just have different priorities. That's all. I guess I have a lot of time left. So I'm a Sagittarius sun, a um, Virgo moon, and a Scorpio rising. And she is, oh, she, her pronouns for my friend, is a Cancer sun. And I think an Aries moon as Capricorn for life. Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Love everything that you guys do. All right. Bye. 
have no idea what any of that means. <laughs> I, I really, I think that like, I don't know how much I could reiterate to everybody that like, I am a Leo. So my love of astrology is about talking about myself. But like when it comes to like two people's interpersonal dynamics, like I really don't fucking do it. <laughs> unless I have a friend. That's what I was going to say. You know, when it's a friend that has similar ones that compare yeah. to yours. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like, I really don't know. Really don't know. I don't know. I feel like I have a kind of a, a hard truth with this one. I do too. <laughs> My hard truth is a friend should understand your boundaries and if you haven't set them, if you haven't told them, if you haven't said, hey, I'm in school full time, I'm trying to focus on my schoolwork and say pretty much everything you told us in the call. And then she doesn't respect that. Then that means she's not really your friend. She just needs someone to go out with her. A real friend would understand that I'm in school, not making money the way that you are. I'm not going to be mad at you if you can't go out for St. Patrick's Day. And I know you said that she's your only friend, but you're in college. And I think that's a great way to work on, you know, meeting new people and finding friends by joining clubs or studying with people in your class and so forth. Yeah, I fully agree. I think college is the time where like your friend group is dictated based on your common interests and mm -hmm. like the things that you do. So like when you have like very different ways of spending free time, those people you're not actually usually friends with in college. And so I think that we need to coin a new term. So we talk about situationships with like romantic relationships that aren't like actually relationships, but they can, you know, take the same amount of like time, energy, and like leave the same like lasting effects if they don't work out. I think we need a term for friendships, which is like a circumstance-ish. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a circumstance-related friendship because... She wants you to do what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. She wants you to fit in and do the things that she chooses to do in her life. That's not a friendship. Exactly like you're saying, like that is like having someone that you want to do this thing, not because you want them to be there because you want to do that thing. Mm -hmm. And I just like, can't even imagine not factoring in. And I don't mean this in like a way that like I think about my friend's financial situations, but like I can't, I do like, mm -hmm. I can't imagine not thinking about the fact that like my friend doesn't have a job. They're a full-time student and I'm asking them to come spend money. I'll, what? Like that's so out of touch. Mm -hmm. Unaware. Weird to me. And choosing to be that way. That's what I mean. Like you can have that thought in your head and then you like, my, I would automatically be like, oh, I know they, 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 or like if, if I have a friend who's like in between jobs or I know has like just spent a lot of money doing something or I know like money is tight, like, when I want to spend time with them and hang out with them, like, and I don't do this in like a pitying way or whatever, but like, I personally, I also hate spending money, but like, I'm like, Hey, like, let me come over. Like, let's hang out. And like, it's not like I'm pitying and being like, Oh, I'll buy you dinner. I'll do this, this, and this. But mm -hmm. like, I know that there are other social and work obligations in their life that force them to like pay, spend money and do all that stuff. And like, that's not the kind no, I'm not I'm not going to be another thing that you have to spend money to spend time with or like have that with. And like, so I think that like what you're trying to do is you're trying to balance something that you don't need to balance be at all. Like this mm -hmm. isn't this isn't a thing that you need to learn how like this is a her problem. And like the fact that like this is not really a, a, a friendship. And if someone can't understand that, see that and respect that, like you don't need to learn how to like budget and maintain a friendship with somebody who only wants to do stuff that's expensive yeah and we know how i feel about saint patrick's <laughs> it's your people it is it is my people i <laughs> uh, can't get into it people were so mad no here, irish americans were so mad the irish from ireland were like yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't get it <laughs> i'm like i'm sorry I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I've just never heard you talk about your Irish heritage before. And then you did 23 and Me, and you found out. That's like me being like, I don't know. I can't get into it anymore. But also to be fair, my Irish Catholic grandparents who are both dead are like putting curses on me right now. Being like, <laughs> you ungrateful little bitch. <laughs> did I tell you that someone commented and they were like, we do all of this because of the potato famine. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know her. 
And then she was like, well, you should really educate yourself on your people. And I was like, I'm sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. I know what the potato is. <laughs> what? Someone else also tried to compare it to Cinco de Mayo. I go, wrong. Whoa. Yeah, bad we way. talked about it last time. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Also, you're supposed to be done with this shit by junior year. All the upper class, I never saw them fucking go out until they were like done with their finals every year. If she's working full time, it doesn't feel like she's in school anymore. No, I know. But just like if I was working full time, I would know once my friends are like, like you have to hang out with like freshmen who are like rage, rage, rage. But like you're doing your like course credits. We're still going hard. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. All the juniors and seniors when I was in college, like those were they were like until it was like finals or summer. But like they 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 never went out. But also I came in with a lot of credits from high school. So like my senior year, I used to call it union studies when I used to just go sit in the student union and stare at people because I didn't want to be done with school. Um, (laughs) And that's when I took golf and piano and gymnastics and, you know. When did you start taking courses like for your major? in my second semester of my freshman year but that was technically my sophomore year oh wow okay yeah because that's I think part of the thing is like I also went to a state school for a hot second and it's notoriously impossible to get all of your uh prereqs like Mm -hmm. early so yeah people didn't most people didn't take courses for their major until junior year yeah I already came in with my English my science, like the base science that I needed, my math. Like I came in with a lot of credits already. Yeah. So. Wow. That's impressive. All right. Next call. Hello, Megan and Melissa. I'm 19 years old and my pronouns are she, her. My aunt called me and told me I was stealing from my 16-year-old cousin. Backstory. Recently, my younger cousin asked to join my gym membership. I went to the gym and signed her up. At the end of the process, I asked how much money a month would be charged on my card. The manager told me 110 I split that in half and told my cousin that's how much it would be a month. January rolls around and my charge is way higher than normal. I called the gym to ask why and they said it's an annual fee I must pay as a member only once a year. I again sent my cousin a voice recording explaining how I talked to the gym and they told me it was an annual fee and split the entire charge down the middle. My aunt on the phone said she went to the gym to get a membership for herself and in the process found out I was overcharging my cousin by $9. She told me that a student is 45 and I knew that and was taking advantage of my cousin. I told her I didn't know she was 45. I simply see the entire bill on my end and just split it. She said I also charged a $30 yearly account fee after one month, but the gym doesn't do that until three. I sent her my bank statements and showed her that the fee was taken from my account. I explained how I called the gym and what they told me. She said, Funny, but my friend works at the gym and we pulled up your statements and saw everything. She kept telling me that I knew what I was doing and said I took advantage of her and that I'm just mad I got caught. And the conversation got super heated because she would not believe what I was saying. She was talking in a calm yet deceitful way. I was bawling my eyes out the whole time trying to explain myself, sending her text messages of like my bank statements, like as we're on the phone. And she goes, you can cry all you want. And when I heard that, that was my last straw. And I said, I'm never effing talking to you again. And I hung up. I know I shouldn't have said those last words to her, but I couldn't comprehend how she would be so delusional to think any of this. It especially caught me off guard coming from my aunt, a family member. She was like a stranger on the phone. I had no idea she had this evil side. I sent my cousin back the total amount she paid at the gym, which is almost $200. To show my aunt, I don't care about the money. Context, it's not my mom's sister. My aunt is married to my mom's brother. Am I wrong for splitting it down the middle? How am I supposed to know she was 45 and I was 65? I just knew the total and split it. Also, splitting it, we both got a discount. Alone, I was paying 65. So together, we both paid 54. It made sense in my head. We both got a discount. Do I need to call her back and apologize for cursing at her? Should I talk to her again now that I've processed it and could be more calm with all my printed bank statements and try to explain myself like without crying to resolve it? Or am I wasting my time? I have all these bank statements lined up with what I Venmo with what I had her Venmo and with what they were charged. Like I did not steal any from anything from her. Yet I was trying to keep the family peace by sending her back all the money. So I don't know what to do. None our families aren't talking anymore. It's a huge thing going out of proportion. I don't know how to fix it. I like your fire. <laughs> Me fucking too. Your mom's brother needs to divorce his <laughs> That's the only solution. What does so, your cousin think? Yeah, I'm thinking because your ch- your cousin is 16, then there's like a kid 
price and then an adult student discount, I think is what it was. But but either way, it's still because you're on a family plan, then you're both paying less than you would have been paying individually. But like, first of all, and I don't mean this in a mean way at all. You're still a kid like you are just as much a kid as your cousin is. And like the idea that like your aunt is talking to you, like you are like a full grown adult taking advantage of your kid cousin when like she is a full grown adult yelling at you, her kid niece, like you guys are three years apart. Like that's not that much. Like you're both, you're both really young. And if your cousin wanted a gym membership, she can go get a gym membership. Like you were the one who did the work. Yeah, your or your aunt should have went and got it for her or whatever. But like, I'm guessing she's saying like, if you have the statement, not your bank statement, but the actual statement invoice from the gym, then you should have known better. But again, they're confusing. And that's something that, and they get you with that annual fee. Uh, but that's something that your cousin should have been like, if she's on your account too, then she should have been getting the invoices, I would think, or have access to them. But the, And then the fact that your aunt's friend pulled up your account, that's an invasion. That's like against the law and shared it with her. Like, I kind of don't believe it. I don't believe it either, but she can't do that. Even if yeah. she did, actually, it actually happened. She can't do that. So I'd be like, what friend? Let me know what the friend, who the friend was. Let me, you want me to go tell yeah. your friend that, tell their boss that they pulled up your, my account? I, is your cousin mad at you? Like, is that, Probably is this not. coming through her? Because I kind of think not. And this part of me makes me wonder, is your aunt mad at your mom? Is your aunt mad at her? Hu- like, is this a, like, this to me seems thing that's like so widely blown way out of proportion because also here's the thing i again don't mean this in a mean way at all but like if i i have adhd i'm not good with numbers i'm not good with a lot of shit in general when i delegate tasks or things to be done by other people because they're not something that is either of interest of me or like within my bandwidth i know that there's always going to be a risk that i'm paying like Mm -hmm. a little bit more and I I relinquish that risk. I'm okay. I acknowledge that. And like, that is fine. I also personally believe, again, as somebody who like, I'm not good at a lot of, I'm, I'm not good at a lot of like uh, adult maintenance kind of things. I will pay a five, I'll pay a $9 service charge for somebody else to get me a gym to do like to it's like someone's going to facilitate all of this shit like and I think if you were going to have like the liability on your account if you're going to do all of that stuff even if you wanted to charge her $10 more like okay but like as the parent if you are upset you should be upset with your kid for not paying attention to the statements mm-hmm. like there that's the teachable moment here is not like yelling at your fucking niece that she, which again, like this isn't a clear, this isn't you scamming her. Like why? And if her mind is automatically going there, this to me is like a bigger issue. Yeah. Yeah. You do not need to apologize at all. Like, unless you just want to keep your, the peace in your family. But me, my stubbornness, I wouldn't apologize. You're, she's the adult in the situation and you gave the money back. That's what I was going to say. And also, if you said your families aren't speaking, to me, that is like your guardians, your the adults in your life, your immediate ones at home with you are like, she was out of line. Like, mm-hmm. they're not, you know what I mean? So like, I think that like, this is a her fucking issue and you've already done, what you've already done should have been enough. There's nothing else you can do that will be enough. So like, relinquish that feeling, that responsibility off your plate because like, the idea that you might have of like, well, if you apologize, it'll make it right or whatever. Like, no, you've already done all of the steps to make it right. And if that hasn't worked now, there's nothing you can do that can make it work. Like she she wants you to be the villain. She's mad at you. And that's on her. And I think it's probably for a far different reason. And if you're like, let's, let's say it's your mom. If your mom's not speaking to her, mm-hmm. 
uh, it proves it kind of makes me feel that fueled theory that this is actually not about you and your cousin, that this is about her and potentially your mom. Yeah. So maybe have a conversation with your mom and see yeah. where she stands. And even just tell her that you feel really bad. And even your mom can just be like, oh, my God, don't feel bad. Like you did. Like you're totally fine. Because when an adult comes at you and like basically accuses you of like doing something like that's like a traumatic fucking thing. And, like, can make you feel, especially when you know well, can make you feel like you're a really bad person. And, like, there's no shame in, like, reaching out to another adult in your life and being, like, am I, like, can I just have some reassurance and having that? Because you need that. Mm-hmm. She's wild. I feel like the other, I feel like the cousin's just like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Woo! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah I drink mine specifically when I am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I 
love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And we are back. Ooh. Woo. That was woo backwards. What? Ooh. Woo. Woo. I can't do it. 
<laughs> Can you just see the blankness in my eyes mm-hmm. being like, nah. Yep. Okay. Anyway. On to the next call. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I love the podcast so much. I've been listening for years and unfortunately now it's my time to need some advice. My boyfriend of two and a half years and I broke up two months ago. We were doing long distance, but I was about to come back home. We were planning on moving in together then. And I think he felt pressured. We weren't fighting or anything, but our sex life just got really uninspiring. We weren't horny for each other anymore, basically. But then he was really shitty to me in the way he dealt with things. He broke up with me over the phone from the street (laughs) and a bunch of other things. Honestly, I could talk for hours if I got into this, but the important thing to mention is that all of my friends hate him now. (laughs) So I've been working on getting over him and understanding that I deserve better, but well, I've been sleeping around and spending a lot of time with my friends and it's been nice, but last week we decided to see each other to catch up because we still want to be friends. And I really honestly thought it could work. But then we just had the best time together and nothing happened. Like we didn't even kiss, but we had just a really fun night. And um, I don't know, I think I had forgotten how it felt. And now I'm super confused and I'm suffering all over again. The thing is, I want to be with him. We're so good together. I've never met a couple that has a dynamic as great as ours. Uh, I think he's the love of my life. And I keep thinking maybe if we slept together now, after this time apart and having slept with other people, maybe everything would be different. So I can't really make sense of our breakup anymore. But I'm also scared of having this conversation with him and maybe losing him forever. Uh, So yeah, I'm basically losing my mind over this. I don't. I don't see how I can get emotionally involved with anybody else, knowing this is how I feel about him. Uh, So yeah, (laughs) what should I do? Any advice would be really great. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks, me sad. Yeah. Well, you said that things were bad like they weren't good and there were a whole like list of things that you could keep naming so how would how is it that you are perfect for each other and you think that he's the love of your life when he did a lot of terrible things to you I think at this point you're just lonely and you're just remembering the good things as opposed to the bad so maybe write down if all those negative things and thoughts you said there was a list make a list and maybe just take some time. I know you said you're sleeping around a lot, but maybe just take some time for yourself and discover what you actually want out of a relationship. Um, and don't meet up with him again at all. Yeah, I'm with you on all of that. I think like right now, what it sounds like you're doing is you're sleeping around because you're trying to find something better than him mm-hmm. and you're not over him. And so like that is not, you're not putting yourself in situations and sleeping with like you're not it doesn't seem like you're enjoying this and it's anything good is coming from sleeping with people other people but that doesn't mean that the solution is to sleep with him and exactly like melissa said like you literally started with like i go on for hours about all of the stuff but right now it feels like the only thing that's remained for you is like what is like on the marquee as the issue was sex but having a relationship and then having your sex life go like not work out well taking out medical things but this was a good issues in your relationship that's what caused the sex issues sex didn't cause the relationship issues like sex is a reflection of the health of your relationship that is not a like go ahead for like getting with the like toxic dick because like you have great sex but when you're in a relationship when it when when the sex gets bad after it's been really great, it's because there are issues in the relationship and sleeping with him is not going to fix that. And you I know you said you want to be friends with him, but you can't be friends with someone who you're not over. Like you can't replace a relationship with a friendship. A friendship comes after that relationship. You're completely moved on and you're totally over it. And 
this might not be the easiest thing to hear, but the vast majority of time of people I know who catch up with their recently broken up with partners, like who they've recently broken up with, it's because one party wants to sleep with the other one and casually and not get back together. And like that is a really tough place to be in because you've been in a committed relationship. So it feels like if you get intimate with this person, like the there's a commitment that's attached to it, but there's not at all. And sleeping with him doesn't solve that he hurt you and he really broke your heart. And you're even said you're scared to talk to him best because you're scared you're going to lose him. Lose him. <laughs> yeah. And I think the thing is, is like, I think that like, you're attaching a lot of meaning to this and like you're seeing this like, oh, well, this could be us getting back together and all this potential. And like, he hasn't said that. Like he hasn't given you that impression. Like this is something that you want. And if you're feeling like this is so delicate and so fragile, that's not it. This is not it. This is not right. And like, if you haven't given yourself time to get over him and clearly the sleeping around actually hasn't helped you get over him. Like you need to take the time to actually get over him. No contact whatsoever and like melissa said write down all the fucking horrible things you hate about him talk to your friends about it like Mm -hmm. remind me how much he sucks and then just know that every time you talk to him every time you reach out like you're setting your you're starting from scratch all over again and that's a really exhausting and lengthy process and every breakup feels like i don't know how i'm ever going to feel about this person ever again like i don't know how i'm gonna like everything will pale in comparison when you are completely still in love with that person. Mm-hmm. Like you need to get over this, get over him before you start worrying about future relationships or even thinking about future relationships. Like the greatest person could come along who is like leaps and bounds better than him. And like, you'll have like the greatest life together. And like, it's a perfect fairy tale ending, but it's not going to work out until you get over him. Like it, it just, it just won't like nobody is going to be better than him when you have this romanticized idea of him in your head. Mm-hmm. And this sucks. This very much, very much sucks. And you just need to remind yourself that like he is that same person who did all that shit. But I'm sorry. Sucks. Heartbreak hurts. Next call. Mm -hmm. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm a 20 year old with she, her pronouns and my boyfriend and the story has he, him pronouns. I'm in really in need of some advice for this really difficult situation I'm currently going through in my head about breaking up with my boyfriend. The background is we met in college, so we've known each other for about three years overall, and we have been dating for a year and a half. We have raised a puppy together and moved in together July of 2021. Our relationship has been amazing, but lately compared to the beginning, I've noticed that I've really overall have just been unhappy in the relationship. I'm a very clean person, so most of the time I feel like I'm his mother in the sense that I'm always cleaning up after him, cleaning our apartment, doing laundry, stuff like that. A lot of our views aren't similar in the sense of political stuff, and that worries me when I think about raising kids in the future. My mom is pretty liberal, and my dad is a Republican, and I already fight with my dad enough about this stuff, and I hate to think about having a husband that I have to argue with, too. I found that he's not really good with his money. He has no savings. It makes more than me, but somehow spends over what I do monthly, even though we split the rent and bills. These are just a few of the things that come to mind in which I've had a conversation with him about all of them, but nothing really seems to change. I'm going to Italy for two months in the summer, and he's moving to the Bay, so we'd be doing long distance when I get back from Italy. Lately, I've just been thinking about breaking up with him just to work on myself and figure out what exactly I want in a partner and get into therapy. And of course, I can't say that being single in Italy wouldn't be more fun. The problem is I have no idea when to have this conversation with him about us spending time apart or breaking up. Our lease for our apartment doesn't end until June 30th, so we wouldn't move away from each other until July, and then I leave for Italy right after. I feel like an awful person and thinking that I'm going to blindside him with this conversation right before I leave for Italy, and that he's going to think that I just want to fuck around in Italy, which is not really what I want. However, I have no idea when else I would have this conversation, as I feel like if I did it now, while we share a lease, it would make everything 10 times more complicated. We both can't afford to live alone and don't have any other options for living situations because it's in the middle of the year and we both have jobs here. I need some guys on when you guys think I should have this conversation. I still love and care about him so much and I really don't want to end this on bad terms, but I don't feel like having this conversation now would be good either. I really don't know. Any help appreciated. Bye. He sounds horrible. <laughs> 
awful. He sounds awful. I don't know how you stayed this long. Because her dad's a Republican. Oh, that's true. And I don't mean that in a shady way, you like, mean, at like, all. You give like, allowances because you've dealt with it before. Yeah, and, like, you have a higher threshold and bandwidth of dealing mm-hmm. with people with different... Like, I don't have that. And, like, I will say that, like, that's not a, a good trait of mine. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, like, an aspirational trait, but it's just... I wasn't raised with that. So you were. So like, that's why you're with him uh, or you've been able to stay with him for so long. This is a thousand time PSA of us saying beyond not living with friends in college, don't move with your partner in college. Yeah. Ah, Everybody that I've known that's gone to Italy that was with a partner and didn't go with their partner have cheated on their partner. And I'm not Paolo. saying that's not what you are going to do because you're going to break up with him before you go anyway. But every single person that I know has cheated. Mm-hmm. So I've got questions for you. Who's on the lease? Is mm-hmm. it your responsibility to move out? Is it his responsibility to... Are you going to be kicked? Are you not going to have a place to live? Is that's he what not... She said. Like, she said they neither one of them have options for other places to live. But I'm wondering who's on the lease. Mm-hmm. Because like... They might both be on it. Yeah. So if you're both on it and neither of you have any other place to live, then awkwardness won't kill you. Yep. Someone take the living room. Someone take the bedroom. Yeah. I don't know how I can stress it. I I, I have to deal with, I have to remind myself at this time, awkwardness won't kill me. And like, it won't. And thinking that you are preventing awkwardness by like going around the massive fucking boulder. No, hella fucking awkward. Like, it's going to be awkward regardless. And it is so much more hurtful if you, like, continue to have sex with him, continue to, all of that kind of stuff. And then when you, like, he's going to know. Yeah, you've already said in your mind that you're breaking up with him to continue to carry this along. Like, it's cruel, to be honest. Like, he's an asshole, but, like, you already know that you're breaking up with him. So I feel like when I first moved here to L.A., like 10 years ago, most of the people I met were living with their exes because they were locked into a lease because in LA people move in with each other very quick because rent is high. And so, so (laughs) many people were locked into a lease with their exes and they were just sharing an apartment and dating other people. I can't stress to you how common it is. Mm -hmm. Like it is legitimately like, it's like, oh, you have a roommate, uh, random or is it your ex? Like it's truly so common. And like, you are doing both of you a disservice and if you don't end it now and like it sure it will be awkward for a bit but like you've got school hang out with your friends like really treat it like you have a roommate that you're like trying to avoid and like you can come at it from like a kind place but I honestly think that like breaking up with someone while you're still on a lease together and you live together to me that is like a level of like I respect you not that I think that you should maybe do I necessarily respect him? No. But like but you clearly do. Exactly. But like I think that is such a huge act of respect of being like we live together. I have faith in both of us as mature adults that like I'm not going to string you along and like do this out of obligation. Like there's nothing more like oh gut punch than f- f- knowing or feeling like someone is with you out of obligation mm-hmm. or convenience. And so being like hey you know, this has been great. I don't really think this is like going to work out. And I know it's awkward because we live together. And like I, and again, this is assuming you're both on the lease and you both have equal rights to it. And just be like, I know that it's going to take some adjusting to like being roommates and like inevitably, like, I mean, eventually down the road, I'd love to like maintain a friendship, but I'm not going to push that at all now. And so like, we're going to be living together and I'm going to do everything I can to like, make sure that like we're civil. And I hope that like you can do the same and I'm appreciative of the appreciative of the time that we had together. And I just didn't want to disrespect you by like continuing this on when my heart really wasn't in it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have to do. Yep. And if like breakups in this sense, you don't have to like defend yourself against like, I don't know, this might be an unpopular opinion. But like we talk about this all the time when it comes like ending friendships or whatever, that like this isn't necessarily an invitation for a conversation. Like I'm ending it and you don't need to respond. I don't need to respond. And like this can be like a standalone thing. But in breakups as well, I think that like how you go about breakups is like you don't you shouldn't feel the need to defend your choice and why you're breaking up with someone. And so 
that's the thing that I would just be cautious of that. Like maybe the day you break up with him, you, once you're done having that conversation or you let him know that like you have planned, you're going out that night to like go do something. So there's like some, so you don't get sucked in that to like 18 fucking hour conversation on the couch, like rehashing mm-hmm. everything, you know? Yep. Cause people grow apart and it, it's just hard to, sometimes that happens when you live together. Yep. It happens. And I think you're going to have a blast in Italy. <laughs> Truly. Back of a moped. Paolo. Paolo. Sing to me, Paolo. I can't wait for you to do this. This is like... I got two marriage invitations when I was in Italy. And they were really hot. But also, like, no. <laughs> Older? Probably pretty old. Mm, they were around my age. One man owned a leather store. <laughs> okay, make me a tote, daddy. <laughs> Give me some loafers. <laughs> That's hot. Mm-hmm. But also red flags everywhere. <laughs> no. Oh, no, totally. But it's flattering. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's like when I was on Raya, but like in real life, people are like, you're really hot. And you're like, thanks. Yeah. And then you do nothing with it except just like drink in the compliment. <laughs> yeah. The one that on the leather store caressed my face and looked deep into my eyes. Okay. So that'd be a hard pass from me on it that one. It was a hard pass, but he was very, very hot. Here's the thing. <laughs> if you're going to give me an unsolicited marriage proposal, I don't want any physical contact in general, yeah. but like, please, at least be hot. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, it's only cool when women are delusional. <laughs> <laughs> I was also with my mother. <laughs> but did, was your mom like? Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Have you seen that TikTok trend about being like, fuck manifestation be delusional yes everyone is that's kind of a thing now people are like it is and i would like to say i'm gatekeeping that for straight men can't that's straight men are not a part of that yeah because straight men don't need to be delusional for things to work they out. already are <laughs> they just exist yeah okay time for don't blame them Woo! so this is where a listener calls in with their own advice add on to something that we gave on a previous call so maybe they have their own personal experience or they just love the sound of their own voice and they want to hear themselves on themselves on the podcast which can't blame you we have two podcasts right hi megan and melissa i'm calling for a don't blame them for season nine episode eight regarding the indian boyfriend who didn't want to move in with his girlfriend I meant to call in after listening to this episode, but hadn't gotten around to it. After reading the review from the poster and seeing you guys also address the review, I felt compelled to say something. And don't worry, I wrote it down like you always ask prior to each episode. I'm a 28-year-old female. I was born in India and raised in the United States since I was a baby. For background, I'm in an interracial marriage with a white man, and we're expecting a baby in a few weeks. Immediately, caller referring to herself as a normal American was so offensive. I'm not sure if the caller will listen to this, but she needs to realize that she's saying that being normal and being white are the same thing. There's no misspeaking about that. She also needs to realize that her tone around her boyfriend being a child of immigrants was overall negative and judgmental throughout the call. While I was raised completely in the U.S., I'm an immigrant myself, and as a child of immigrants, she came off as though the immigrant parents were the issue with her relationship, which is a huge generalization and really unfair. Every family is different. My husband met my parents right away. They never had a problem with him or anyone my brother or I dated uh, being white. Some Indian families only want to meet their kids' parents if you're going to marry that person. While my parents are really progressive and wouldn't mind if we lived together while dating, I personally wasn't comfortable with living with someone before we were engaged. My husband was raised Catholic, and he also found his parents would prefer if we were engaged first. It had nothing to do with them being immigrants or non-white. If your boyfriend is not comfortable with living together, it's very possible that he just isn't sure about where the relationship is headed. You're both 22, and some people could see that as being too soon. He could be projecting some worries or anxieties onto his parents. He could have his own cultural beliefs or personal preferences. But these are all things Collard didn't even bother to consider. Rather, the concept of immigration and his parents were highlighted as the main issue. And the way the Collard projected onto his parents was simply not okay. I could not imagine my future son's partner. Speaking of me, the way the Collard spoke of her boyfriend's parents, and it seems she really knows nothing about them, their beliefs, or anything to insert herself that way. It's possible your boyfriend can tell there's lack of respect for his family, his culture, etc., And the caller also might not realize that just because you're dating a person of color, it does not exempt you from expressing racism or being racist. Trust me, I've dated a few racists in my day, very briefly. I think she needs to really look at her own life and her own beliefs. Her doubling down in her review bothered me, and I wanted to thank you guys for addressing it and for letting this podcast be a safe space for people like me. A lot of people can be like this caller, and your comments on the situation 
genuinely made me feel a little safer in the world, knowing there's people like you out there using your voice for immigrants like me and first gens like my kids will be. Also, you can edit this out, but I'm the person who left a positive review for a few episodes ago with username FSM. Damn girl to hear you guys read it, and I stand by every word of it. Have a great day, and thank you. My nipples are hard. <laughs> like, tingly. T- like, full goosebumps. Titillated, like, yeah. T- literally titillated. Tits are out for your fuck. Like, that was, yeah. That, mm-hmm. I want to say verbally annihilated, but like poetically. Like, you, like, you just. She spoke her truth. Yeah. And like, we can only, especially me, specific, like, I can only do so much in speaking on these things and having my own personal set of like beliefs and like morals that I hold. And I really fucking hope that that original caller was able to hear that from you specifically, because um, I think about that call a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thank you for taking the time to call in and do- say all of that shit, because I can't imagine how listening to that call and like hearing all of that shit. I can't imagine how like I, I don't know what the words for that, but like whether that's like triggering, painful or just like really frustrating to hear someone say all that shit and then also have the bandwidth to then come back and then mm-hmm. say all this stuff. So thank you. Yep. for for that <sighs> thank you for writing it down thank you for reading i mean you still had even with everything that she said she still had 20 seconds left so you know you have time. i think she needs a podcast like I that was so like too. your voice like just everything about like your delivery like it was just so good mm-hmm. but you've got that podcast voice mm-hmm that is it for our episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to go leave us a review on the podcast app, we would always really appreciate that. We're waiting for the anti-porn people <laughs> to let on in. So, you know, if you feel differently, we would love to hear f- from you for that. Yeah, and I do want to say a lot of people send us messages like saying things about the show or giving their advice to the caller don't blame them exists. Like call in. You don't need to message us. Call in and share your thoughts. And also we really appreciate reading all of your really kind DMs to the podcast. Like we absolutely love it. But we also, if you want to like leave a review, that's like also very helpful. You, you might notice our setup is a little bit, a little bit more low budget than some of those other very large podcasts. And I think people lump podcasters in all together. Um, and you will see that the girl from Caller Daddy has a massive home in LA and um, I don't. So mm-hmm. <laughs> leaving reviews actually really helps. And it's also really nice for, you know, can help us grow the show and get spons- more sponsors. But it also just helps us to like read them and look at them and like see that makes our day. Mm-hmm. It does. And motivation is something as someone with ADHD is really constantly desperately what I need. That and serotonin. Dopamine. That's a, oh, love some dopamine. If you're still listening this far, please head on over to my Instagram and comment, sing to me, Paolo, or pro Italy. Just comment, comment some encouraging words for that caller to um, get her ass on a vocation <laughs> in Italy. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. An international vocation. Mm-hmm. So here for it. Anything else? No. Nah. Okay. Yeah, follow our own individual socials, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, buy my book, buy my presets. And yeah. Yeah. You will hear from us on Monday or Thursday if you listen to our other podcast. But am I wrong? All right. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts and Diamond Imprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lawrence. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.